0: Are Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me,
0: Jimmy Stein, that's normally him, but he just can't make it tonight. Long, long, arduous
1: weekend. And so I'm going to be riding solo for this podcast, but I felt obligated um, because t- t- to come up with this podcast, number one, because we didn't do one a reaction video after uh, the LSU lost. And I wanted to talk about that for just a second. First of all, I do need to thank everybody for making this first place you listen. Uh, Jimmy and I truly do appreciate that. And this podcast today is brought to you by Stat Hero, and I will be talking about them in just a little bit. However, um, I want to go back to this LSU thing just for a second. Um, another loss that, that just shouldn't have happened. Uh, there's no other way around it. Um, if you had told me at the beginning of the week Alabama would lose Texas, excuse me, lose to LSU and beat Texas a I'd say, okay, that, that sounds about right. Um, if you had told me that they would have lost one of those two games by 16 or more points, double digits, and and the other one in overtime, I would say, well, you know, they Texanium sort of hit a freaky bucket or something and and lSU took care of business. It was the absolute opposite. um this team is just not playing very well right now. we all know it there's there's <laughs> there's not much you can say about it. um as somebody who listens to the podcast said, uh, he's sort of tired of fans questioning the effort of the team now I get it that is always the default answer whenever. A squad loses that they didn't try hard. I don't know. In Texas AM game, maybe I don't think they played all too great, obviously. But in the LSU game, I thought Alabama played pretty hard. And I just don't think they could uh, they could get it going um, in, in terms of finishing the deal. I shouldn't say get it going, they couldn't get the, the deal finished. Um, but it is scary because this team now. Has lost their last two games. They also gave up a big lead against South Carolina. Now they came back and won by a wide margin the previous Saturday, but it, it just, man, it just feels like something's off, doesn't it? It, it really does. And, and J.D. Davidson saying he didn't know the time left on the shot clock, um, is is a scary <laughs> thing to say. Uh, this is a guy that's played basketball all of his life, and you would think, even if the coaching staff didn't say anything to him, and I believe firmly that they had, that he would have the basketball IQ to look up there and understand um, what it, what it is going on. All that being said, look, the, the regular season is over now, okay? Nobody is truly happy with this regular season. At the same time, it's, it's not the end of the world, it's not awful. Let, let's remember, Alabama has been to the NCAA tournament 22 times, okay? That's a lot. It's like fourth in the SEC or fifth in the SEC, I think. And when you think Kentucky and Arkansas are in this league, and um, I think Tennessee and LSU have each been
0: 23 times, uh, only one more than Alabama, then, okay. Basketball blue blood. Um, So we're going to be no worse than a six
1: seed. I guess if the bottom falls out, we could be a seven seed. I don't see that. I think a six seed is our floor. I can make the argument a six seed is actually better than a five seed. For us, in this case, because the if you were to get on a run and you were to get to the Sweet 16, well, you play the two seed versus the one seed. And, um, you know, I think really there's, there's not any great one seed out there, but I'd rather play a two than a one, wouldn't you? So – and there's not a big difference between the fours and the threes this year either. So, I mean, I'm fine going – uh, in playing a three, then playing a two versus playing a four and playing a one. I mean, that's the way I look at this, but I, I think we need to just say, okay, this season, let's take a macro look at this season. We had some really, really nice wins. Really nice. I mean, you beat, uh, Gonzaga and you beat Houston and you beat LSU once at home. You beat, um, Tennessee, obviously beat Arkansas, you know, who's one of the hottest teams in the country. Um, All those things, it's nice. Now, there were some bad losses mixed in there. There's no doubt. I mean, I'm not trying to sugarcoat this thing. I'm trying to say, uh, and I've never gotten to what my friend who listens to the podcast said, but what he said was he's worried that the effort, um, when people say Alabama teams didn't put a lot of effort into the game, that it gives a sense of or the vibration of is fans versus the players. It makes it feel like it's fans versus players. And I don't think that's – I think he's right about that. I think it does sort of put that out to the universe. But I don't think that – I don't think that's where we want to go with this. And I think now – look, let's – if you're a fan out there and you're pissed off about this season and your whole reaction right now is this – which is, that's the best I could do. Somehow I figured I'd do this. I mean, that's how we all looked, right? This picture of Wimp Sanderson literally scowling during the um, LSU game. That's how we all looked during the game. I mean, that's how we've been looking for the last couple of games, right? Um, I'm so proud of myself. I was able to get that picture on here, and then it didn't even take up the whole screen. I screwed that up. But anyway, I'm leaving it. I'm not editing it. And um, so I, I think let's all take a step back and go, hey, you know, in two or three years, we're going to look back on this season, and we're going to say the year after winning the SEC and winning the SEC tournament and won Sweet 16, we lose um, John Petty, the all-time lead three-point shooter in the school history. We lose Herb John year, arguably one of the top ten players in Alabama history, I think, at this point. I mean, you could put the argument in there. Do I think he's one of the most talented? No, but he works his ass off, and he's showing that in the NBA. Um and we also lost Namari Burdett at the beginning of the season, a guy we were going to depend on very heavily. And uh, we we just did, we lost a lot of leadership. Let's let's call it the way it is. And we were able to come back and be a five or six seed in the
0: NCAA tournament, and let's hope that we win a game or two or three. It wasn't as bad as it seemed in the
1: moment. This is also exacerbated by the fact that Auburn just won the outright SEC championship. There's no sugarcoating that either. Alabama fans, that pisses them off. We don't like it. Every – not every, but a lot of Alabama fans I'm talking to, they just can't stop bitching about Bruce Pearl or bitching about this. And, look, say what you want to about Bruce Pearl. He's a hell of a coach. And they've got a hell of a team. And that's just the way it is. And they they, um, they went out and did what they had to do. No, they didn't have to play Kentucky on the road. And they didn't have to do this. And they didn't have to do that. They didn't play Kentucky twice. It doesn't matter. This, this is the system we have, and Auburn won it, and they deserve it, and they should cut down the nets and be happy and make memes and do whatever the hell they want to. Um, Alabama needs to worry about Alabama, and I'm hoping that the team will take these next uh, two tournaments and, and sort of put the regular season to the side. Now, we can later argue whether this regular season is good or not. I'm going to say historically this regular season is going to be quite well far on the good side of things, Right. Um, it's been a long time since we've been back to back in CW tournaments. So I think that there, there's a lot to be happy about and a lot to be proud of. And I want everybody to try and, um, look at that more positively and look at this SEC basketball tournament coming up. No, we don't have the seed we want, but let's look at this tournament and say, okay, new is sort of hitting the reset button. We're good enough to win this tournament. I don't think we will. We're good enough to, um, but uh let's let's all just hit the reset and see how that goes. Okay, now I'm gonna tell you about Bet Online. Look, you all know about Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is gonna land. Betonline.net is number one spots for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC. I got a buddy I was talking to at the AHSA finals. He was all fired about UFC, UFC stuff. I don't get it. I don't like seeing people uh, kick the living crap out of each other, but uh, that's he's into that. And if you are, you can go to
0: BetOnline.net and BetOnline. Head to the website there, use your mobile device, learn more about the For a while. Then there's also Run Your Pool. Look, March Madness is only, what, like a week away? That means you need to start thinking now
1: about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going to go for the usual? Don't do that. Don't. Nobody likes the usual. Are you going to look for the best? We've done our homework here at Locked On, and we're running brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X or whatever the heck you want to do. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks, all the stuff you won't find at CBS or ESPN. Plus, they offer full white glove, customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we at Locked On believe Run Your Pool is the best because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. While you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family enter pure madness at checkout for $10 of custom pool. That's runyourpool.com backslash locked on. We look forward to seeing you there. At runyourpool.com. Um, a couple other things. Uh, Alabama had a huge recruiting weekend. I hope to have another recruiting guest on later this week. Uh, one that stood out to me is Yanzi Pierre, uh, one of the top 250 players in the country out of Ufala. Uh, we've had a good dude not too long ago named Courtney Outshaw out of the Ufala area who was pretty good. Uh, and maybe Yanzi Pierre can be that type of cat. Uh, he is a rush edge, 6'4, 220. Um, one thing they said that really caught my attention, an Alabama online article. He said a lot more stood out in Tuscaloosa than it did in the first time he, he visited. So it makes me wonder if Alabama's really turned up the heat on Yonzi Pierre, and I hope they have. Again, can't say enough good things about this state of Alabama class. I know if you're watching this podcast, you're probably a recruitnik like I am, so you already know that. But um really fired up about it because You know, I did just do the finals, the HSA finals, and there are not a lot of great prospects this year in the state of Alabama basketball. There's some good players, but there's not any great prospects. Barry Dunning was probably the best, and he's headed to Arkansas. But um, Alabama and Auburn didn't really pursue him very much. And I want to talk more about the HSAs in just a second. Also want to mention uh, Jaden Daniels headed to LSU, the quarterback from Arizona State. Um, I think that's a great pickup for them. Uh, You know, it's weird. It's sort of like the Zach Calzada, T.J. Finley,
0: um, Demetrius Davis, Holden Burner thing over at Auburn. Um, it's it's just a
1: little bizarre to me that Jaden Daniels were transferred there when Miles Brennan just came back, and he sure did make it seem like that's his gig. Um, I, I think Jaden Daniels is a better quarterback than Miles Brennan, though. So I think this is a good pickup for LSU. As long as they can keep the locker room in, in a good place. And, you know, look, winning cures
0: all, right? If you're winning, the locker room is going to be fine. If you're if you're middle of the road, there's Jane. But I think it was a good pickup by LSU. And so I've got to give some credit where credit is due there. And I think it makes it um, – it, it makes
1: them more of a threat in the SEC West. Um, I, I don't think LSU is going to be an actual threat to win – the uh, SEC West this year, but I do think that it makes them a lot more dangerous that they're going to have a quarterback by the caliber of uh, Jaden Daniels. Look, let me go ahead and tell you about stat hero too. Uh, Man, you know how much I love uh, March Madness. You know I do. And I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money in them. That's true. I never win money on these things. Imagine my best this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. I love them. They're awesome. Stat Heroes NCAA single game Pick'em Pits, the star players against each other. It's in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take back control from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage, and they always do. Trust me, I've been through my share. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick 'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head to head. They simply post. Sets of players for you to take on with a set of players you choose. It's that simple. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. Go check out Stat Hero, stathero.com slash locked on. You can sign up for free. Use, uh, go to, let's see, use promo code locked on. That is 100% match, guaranteed match. So you put in 100 bucks, you get 200 bucks to play with. Now, StatHero.com, excuse me. Yeah. StatHero.com slash locked on. StatHero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. StatHero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions may apply. Of course, they apply for everything. It's like uh, that old thing, you know, when they say somebody's day to day, aren't we all? All right. Let's also talk talk about Bill Barr. Four libraries Day. That's pretty cool. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions. You probably have two. Not this year, though. You know what? I'm eating built Bars a lot more often. I love them. Have you tried the Puffs? Delicious. Covered in chocolate, just like the rest of them. But these Puffs, they're fluffy. They're marshmallow They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite
0: with some incredible flavors, like churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. All these are so... and 17 grams of protein. Meanwhile, a candy bar is like 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net
1: carbs. And you know, I I don't like anything. It's Auburn and carbs. Go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order at Bilt.com. All right, finally, and this isn't super Alabama related, so I'll keep it rather short. It's just me by myself, so you will bear with me. I did uh, call several games at the finals this week, for the HSA, um, first of all, there was a bit of a scare. I mean, this this is bananas. Soon as I walked out of Legacy Arena, which, by the way, is awesome. It's, it's really beautiful. They did a great job renovating it. I went to the Bama Davidson game earlier this year when it was played at Legacy Arena. But I wasn't on the floor. Of course, for calling them for the radio, I got to be, you know, right at, right at midcourt. And, um, man, they've done a good job of that stuff. They really did. And it's very cool for all the kids to be there. But Soon as I left, I mean, I walk out, I get in my car, and a buddy of mine texts, What is happening? And I thought he was asking about the score. So I told him the score of the uh, Coleman Huffman game I just called. And he said, No, I'm in the suite waiting on the Vestavia Hoover game. And that um, we're barricaded. There, uh, there, there's an active shooter in here, apparently. Well, I think it turned out there was no active shooter. That was just something that, you know, gets to the rumor mill. There was apparently a big fight. And, um, Things just escalated from there. Uh, there was no gunshot. There was no anything like that. I think something may have been knocked over and somebody thought it was a gunshot because there was a fight going on and blah, blah, blah. But um, boy, you hate to see that because the HSA does a marvelous job with this. The guys over at Night who helped put this on do a marvelous job with this. And um, you just hate to see a couple of bad apples ruin it or screw it up so that it, it may get a bad rep. The, the finals is... One of the best events in Alabama, dare I say, is one of the best run basketball championships in high school in the country. I mean that with all sincerity, not just because I'm with the HSA Radio Network. They don't pay me enough to be a shill for them. Um, I'm telling you, this event is awesome. And all these other states have got to, you know, implement what we've done, which is you have all every team, 1A through 7A, girls and boys come in. And you have the final four there for everybody, and the championship game there for everybody, and uh, it gives everybody a chance to be in the limelight. And man, it's it's so much fun. Also, want to throw out a big shout out to uh, our friends over at Coleman who are listening to this because that was amazing. I got to call that game, loved it. I love Huffman. I do. I love their head coach
0: Steve Ward and his lovely wife Jovanka. They're great. The Radio Network. And um, I just like him a ton. I was always sort of pull for Huffman, even though I don't have a dog
1: in the fight. But I was so impressed with the show out by the Coleman community. There was nobody left in Coleman. You know, the the old joke is, hey, there's nobody left in Coleman. It would be a great time to break into somebody's house because everybody's here. I think even the burglars came to the Coleman game. And uh, their coach, uh, Stu Studeman, is a Bucky McMillan disciple. And they played just like Mountain Brook has these last couple of years. They just get in your grill from start to finish. They shoot threes. They all shoot threes. They all shoot them pretty well. Or they shoot layups. And um, they play tenacious tenacious defense. They never stop. They always hustle. Mass substitutions quite often. And um, there's just a lot of fun to watch. And, man, the effort they they left out on the court uh, was amazing. Huffman also played very hard. But there's one of their star players, Blount, was uh, hurt. He hurt his ankle early in the game, and he went out for, I don't know, a few minutes, not not terribly long. Came back after halftime, I think. And um, he just wasn't the same after that. So and I think that really screwed up their momentum. Another thing is Coleman had a two-point lead at the half, and as soon as halftime was over, it felt like whatever adjustments they made um, worked because they sort of ran away and hid from that point forward. And I just want to give a shout out to Coleman or anybody from Coleman who went to this because, man, y'all helped make this event special. Uh, all the schools do a great job. I'm, I'm not trying to shortchange any other school. I'm just saying literally the entire community of Coleman, it felt like they were there. West Britt was there. Um, you know, All these folks were there and they were just, they're bought in, man. And it's all about changing that culture. We, that has become such a, Cliche catchphrase, but uh, apparently, Stu Studeman has done an amazing job changing that culture over there and making these kids believe they can win a state championship. And guess what? They went and did it. So, uh, kudos to them. That was very, very cool. And uh, just wanted to give a shout out. So, that's going to do it for this solo podcast. I'm sorry if it was kind of lame compared to most of the others where Jimmy and I are just giving you oodles of information you didn't know. But uh, I had to do what I could do today, guys. So, uh, anyway, we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Roll tide.